everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. We are talking with director Christy Wolf today. She's the director of the new film Love and Glacier National and National Park Romance and that is coming this weekend to Hallmark Channel. And Christy, thanks so much for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been so long since <laughs> we spoke. Yeah, last time we talked was March 2021. Can you believe okay. it? Yeah. Yeah. What was that? For <laughs> High Flying Romance, maybe? Uh, no, I think it was for Chasing Waterfalls. Oh, for Chasing Waterfalls. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Chasing yeah. Waterfalls. yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but you've been keeping very busy since yeah. then. I've been keeping busy, just rolling them out, you know, stuff for Lifetime, Hallmark. And then of course I've worked for GAC a bit too. Mm -hmm. So how has it been kind of navigating the COVID protocols and other things, the changes that have come since, uh, since we last talked and before that? Well, I think they're pretty much all gone away. Like, yeah, I feel in Canada, um, they're still masking on set. Um, sets, but some, I think they're starting to dissolve them to the rule, mm-hmm. um, but pretty much, I think it's all gone away as okay. far as, or maybe I'm just not really in tune to it. Like I don't, <laughs> it's like, just tell me what, what do you want to see? You need to see the vaccine, yeah. you need to see this, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's gone away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think that that had like an impact on chemistry uh, because people couldn't like had to keep their distance and all that other stuff? Well, Interestingly, I think, you know, I don't know if you know this about my movies, we did testing and I kept the intimacy, I kept the kisses, I spoke with the actors ahead of time, if there was any discomfort and they felt like not comfortable to do it, then I would say no, then we won't, but all of my leads were like, yes, let's keep it. So we just had a really tight bubble and we really emphasized bubble I did and I said don't well you're shooting these three weeks like you're not going out and hanging out with people like you're just staying in here so for my movies I honestly didn't change any protocols when it came to intimacy the only Mm -hmm. thing that I found was difficult was the masking that I had to do on set because I got on chasing waterfalls I think we spoke I got laryngitis like like I you know trying to because that's my tool so that's the biggest Thing that I found with it. Well, it's so hard to hear what people are saying and understanding. You can't even just say, can you repeat it? I have no idea what you're saying. Excuse me? What was that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Chasing Waterfalls, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And is is that your, your personal favorite film with that you've done with Christopher and Cindy? Hmm. I don't know. Like we've done, and I know my movies always lean a little more comedic and a little uh-huh. bit like the stuff that I just go off sometimes and do on my own. Um, I don't know. I think that I really liked um, love and action. Like we just had a really fun time with that. And I liked uh-huh. uh, Devon's character, Devon Alexander, who came in and played his agent. Like, uh, do you remember Devon? He was also in Chasing Waterfalls. He did the singing and he's in this one too, Glacier in our Glacier movie. I cast Which him one is that love in action? Love in action. I don't know if you guys liked it or not. I think you liked parts of it, but she's the fitness instructor oh. and then uh, she takes him up. But yeah. there's a lot of shenanigans in that. Like we just had a lot of fun mm-hmm. and I liked working with Devon. I thought his character was really funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two of them. Yeah, that side relationship was probably my favorite part of that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, it was, I have to admit, it was not my favorite, but I did like that side relationship was fun. It looked like it was, it would have been fun to, to, to make. 
mean, how do you come up with these ideas? And, and are you on almost all your projects now? Are you kind of with them from conception onward? Or do you get brought on later in the in the in the process? Um, pretty much from conception, except for some say five star Christmas, that was already um uh organized, like that script was already developed, done, and then Hallmark called and I came on there. So there's somewhere I come in a little bit later as a director and then these ones where I come on as an executive producer and director and then kind of sometimes I write them and then sometimes I you know do my heavy director's pass this uh -huh. one um had been you know our uh, my colleague Tim Johnson who's my you know co-EP on this he had been floating this around for a while and then Hallmark and he they've started doing these uh you know they did the one with Cindy and the what was the one that they did, just did the summer in the park oh uh the Yosemite yeah, Yosemite. so they started with you so I guess chasing waterfalls kind of kicked it off and seeing that that did quite well and then they did Yosemite and so this, this is kind of a series that they're going to do in different national parks and romances so we can really see North America and all its landscape um, yeah so this one I came on early on yeah well that's what I wondered are they doing now are they going to be going all over to a bunch of national parks is this like a new series Kind of. That's that's okay. the plan. I, I don't know. I'm not high enough up to know if it's like there's a deal struck and it's a go. But I think that's what the plan is um, to just see all our different national parks and beauty destinations. Yeah, because I didn't realize last year that that was the case. And now this is the second one that they have a national park romance. I know. It's a long title. It is a long title. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, uh, national park romance so we think we're going to be getting a whole bunch which should be really fun that's a great idea yeah this one though we didn't shoot it in um we actually shot it in canada at yeah. fernie bc but fernie so it's about avalanches and there's a um avalanche safety and he's an avalanche guide um ski and safety but uh, Fernie is one of the biggest um, in North America of danger avalanche places. So we went there with a whole team of professionals who oh, yeah. the script to make sure everything was accurate, gave us all the gear on the mountain. And it was like minus 20, like blowing off avalanches on the top of the mountain. Like my body took such a toll from shooting this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really wow. cool. Yeah. So, so what does it mean to you to be a female filmmaker in this space and a director? Um, I guess it, it's, it keeps changing. Um, I think that for me, I feel that my, I go about the romance a little bit differently. And I feel like I tell a little bit more of the female perspective. Like I lean into the female experience. I feel a little bit more just being a female and especially in yeah. this genre of romance, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, I really, I feel like that maybe I do that. Like, you know, I've been told that in some of my movies, like the slow kisses and the close and the kissing and the stuff that I know that myself and my friends and my female colleagues and even audience members, you know, I listen to them and that's what they want. Even down, you know, the firefighters, you remember we were talking yes. about shirtless, like, I don't know if there are <laughs> other male directors that are getting our male actors given a little flash of shirtlessness yeah. to um, you know, subject them to anything uncomfortable. Like they're always like, yeah, of course. But you know, these guys work out so hard and I'm like, well, might as well. But you know, I, I don't think- It's part of the fun of it. It's just so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Whereas male directors, of course, through history and obviously not for the Hallmark channel, but it's always been yeah. objectifying females a bit. Whereas I feel like, not subjectifying, but I'm like, yeah, 
well, I kind of, they're really good looking. Let's do that. And like have her look down and kind of eye this guy up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and if you think about like romance novels, they're usually about making the guy sexy, not the girl, like, you know, Fabio and that kind of a thing. Like they, they you know, you look at the covers of romance novels, they're all the sexy guy. Oh yeah. Because that's women reading them and that's what they want. Well, I did two for Lifetime, two Lifetime Originals this summer, and they hired me uh-huh. to write them, and they said, let's do a throwback to the 80s, like, sexy thriller, and I was like, ooh, like, how sexy, and they're like, yeah. like, erotic thriller, but don't go that, like, no TNA, but I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, so um, they turned out great, like, the female viewer, the the Target demo loved them, but then I think some of the male viewers were like, what are we, what am I watching, you know, but it was like basic instinct like going back, but I, again, I skewed more on the female side. It was like all very through the female gaze, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I would think that would be fun to, to do, fun. like make it kind of do one of the thrillers, especially after you do all these sweet movies to do like a spicy thriller. Would be oh fun. Yeah. 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 And it was even writing it too. Like I'm writing it, I'm like getting really detailed, but the executives there, they were like, no, we love it because then they know exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, can I, do this like or no and even on that one for lifetime like I showed the rear end of one of the actors and he's like oh yeah he's like well do you want to show my bum like I'm in the shower (laughs) Italian and I was like well can I like normally like is that allowed and I called the network and I'm like he's okay with showing his bum like on the back like can I shoot that they're like of course you could shoot it shoot it and I was like okay and he's like please I always thought I was going to show my bum you asked me to do a sex thriller in the shower I say see soon you show my bum and I was like okay great this is perfect <laughs> I'm like I gotta look up that one <laughs> yeah like they looked them up a dangerous affair and the art of passion those are them <laughs> that's funny uh if you could direct a movie in a, a genre that you don't work in would what what genre would you pick drama I feel like drama like my short the short that kicked off my career that I won Rhode Island for with this drama and then I did this kind of sci-fi drama but and my whole personal life has been very dramatic since I was a kid like I always say with the Hallmark movies they're like oh she's lost her mom like child orphan I was like well I was orphaned as a kid so this this wheelhouse is always that but you know relatable to me but as a creator and a filmmaker I feel like I would really like to do a uh, drama like a real drama maybe I'll yeah. get something going I feel like with Lacey I would love if I do something uh-huh. for homework I want to do something with Lacey like that we should do that you should do that I mean we could come up with something for movies and mysteries yeah a drama yeah. yeah and I love that Hallmark is changing right now like I feel like they're open to uh-huh. new and different things right now so uh yeah, yeah. I keep going Lacey I'm like come on let's come up with something now you did Mr. 365 for Passion Flicks, which was a little bit steamier. Was that, was that fun to do with yeah. Christopher? Yeah, that was another spicy one. I mm-hmm. love this. As you know, he's one of my favorites. And I know yeah. I get a lot of, you know, critics like in the Hallmark circle, like you always cast the same person. I'm like, not true. Like I try to switch it up, but like mm-hmm. any kind of great director when you have yeah, I mean works then you keep falling back to it yeah know? I mean look at like Martin Scorsese he works with De Niro and DiCaprio 99% of the time yeah but I love Devon Alexander I've been trying to for some diversity too but I love him as a male leading actor so I want to do another one I did love on fire it didn't go to Hallmark but he was fantastic oh, yeah. which yeah again but 
Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Steven in this one, man, I love working with Steven and Ashley. These like these two leads, I just love. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah Love on Fire, uh, the uh, the up, uh, Upside Girls that cover Up Channel, they really enjoyed the movie. I actually haven't gotten to see it yet, but- like oh the firefighter movie came to fruition i know (laughs) i know did hallmark ever do another firefighter movie after that uh what was the one well i mean they have the nine lives of christmas um and then they did a sequel and there was one this year i don't know my my mind is going blank i can't think of it Mm. um that uh was was a there was a fireman uh what was it shoot well i try to listen to you guys like when i i'm not on twitter a lot but i always try to listen to what people are saying and i read like the conversations online and stuff because i feel like me as a filmmaker and especially for this network for hallmark specifically it it helps me grow right like what is landing and what's not landing what are people getting like did that joke land no it didn't like what's landing and what's not yeah yeah well we appreciate that and we always try to be fair the one i was thinking of is the the three wise men and a baby Mm -hmm. andrew walker's character in that is a firefighter oh right Yeah. yeah so that's what i was thinking and then also in reindeer games homecoming on lifetime uh sarah drew her dad was a firefighter Oh, right. Lot at the firehouse there. Yeah. So I think those are the two. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there was a, a, in three wise men and a baby, we got a, a scene with Andrew Walker <laughs> shirtless scene that was very nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm trying so, to develop something, a uh, baby boom. Do you remember baby boom? Yes. I'm trying to develop something that now I was thinking three, you know, the three wise men that they just did. I'm like, okay, so maybe right. I could do this one, like leaning into that. So I've been working on that a bit. Well, I was going to ask you about five star Christmas. Cause that was the first one that really felt kind of madcap in its sensibilities mm-hmm. that Hallmark had done in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so you were brought into that kind of, you weren't in the conception stage of that movie. You were brought in to drive. Yeah. It. I was, I was brought in, I think, on the second revision, and then okay. I worked in the third revision. Uh, Joy was already on board, and then I helped cast the rest. But I was specifically brought in, I think, because of my comedy background with mm. the network. Because up until then, like back in the day, I feel like my comedy was braced. And then I went, I've gone through a little while where they were just like, pipe it down, Christy, like not so much on your broad comedy and 
pull it back where, mm-hmm. you know, cause the networks evolved over the, like over the last decade yeah. years I've worked for them. It's like, yes, no. And then all of a sudden, um, one of the, you know, people in charge at Hallmark, he was like, now you can bring back your comedy. Like, I want to see it yeah. based on realism, but bring it back. I was like, yes. And I love that. Cast. <laughs> so that are we. Really yeah. Yeah. Did you see Hall at the Holly with Lacey this year? Did you get no, to see but I, I didn't, but I love Wes and I obviously yeah. two good friends and it looks like, so funny. Yeah. It was really funny. Like I, I said on the show, I wouldn't want every Hallmark movie to be that out there. Cause it was very silly, but it's fun to have one of those or two, maybe kind yeah. of to, you know, you just, you want it to be a little bit unpredictable, not know exactly what you're going to get. So it, it was Melissa Peterman was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, I saw the uh, promos and I was just like oh man I was so jealous yeah. I, was like, I wanted to direct this one she yeah. was so good she was really funny and they had um they had a lot of cameos they got Eric Mabius in there as a cameo they had um Chris Palaha in as cameo so that's always fun too so awesome yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so with with these kind of TV movies where you don't have like box office or, I mean, I guess you have ratings, but how, how do you judge for yourself? This movie was a success. What's your biggest like factor? In um, saying- I guess it's a twofold thing. One is really the Twitter, like, you know, Hallmarkies mm-hmm. are very active on social media. Yeah. So I can tune in and kind of sometimes gauge if it's more positive than negative. So I personally take away a little bit from that. And then um, also overall the ratings, like you get the ratings in and say, say mm-hmm. for this one, we're last of the lineup in January, we're up against the wedding veil, which has been yeah. advertised so much. We have Ashley and Steven who aren't big, massive Hallmark stars yet, but they're busy on the network, but not yeah. big. So there hasn't been a lot of promotion. So for me, it's um, what will determine it is, how well it does like is i'm gonna flip through and just stop and tune in and be like okay this is this is kind of interesting like it's a little bit different and uh stay with it and then the numbers so knowing i I know our numbers will be lower but hopefully they will be high enough in equation to know that we didn't get any a lot of press because that first writing is a lot of that is more a a what do you say it's i think that first that first ratings is more about how popular the stars are and how well it's marketed as opposed to just like purely the movie but then like the buzz that starts to build afterwards that people really liked it and uh and whether they i know so i think almost the tweeting and then maybe even the second third how, how much it's able to sort of build momentum it's almost more of like an accurate depiction of whether it's a, a like good movie and or not you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and it's harder like I find some of these that I do which viewers don't know too mm-hmm. is that um you know the wedding veils are the big hallmark original ones they get right. like budget significantly more than mine so for me right. I'm also hired a lot and executive produced because I it's making a story, but you, you can sometimes tell like the camera's not moving, like the big, cool shots. This is a big movie and we are on a mountain and there's a lot of production value, but some of the smaller stuff, like I'm just, I just don't have the time or the budget to do mm-hmm. bigger things that I would like to do. Right. Um, like it's sometimes nicer to be on a big, a bit of budget, bigger budget. Cause you got a little bit more toys to play with and a little bit more days and all those. Yeah. Things. When you're shooting in Canada, 
do you then just use like stock imagery for the glacier national park stuff or do you how does that work no this one's like chasing waterfalls so we were there and that's why i was saying it's just, i'm gonna roll out photos soon of me behind mm -hmm. the scenes I'm literally like bundled but no we had a drone in there so we I think there's probably three shots in the whole movie that are stock, maybe two, okay. but everything else is what we actually physically shot. My director of photography is Sterling. In Bancroft. Canada. Yeah. He's American too. Like he works all over the world, but he did chasing waterfalls also. So I brought this really cool team of like enthusiasts who are like, yeah, we'll get on the back of a snowmobile. Yeah. We'll get that drone up. And like, you know, we had a skidoo to a location like bring everybody up on skidoos to this top location if you had to go to the bathroom everybody had to wait because it was 20 minutes down and 20 minutes back up oh, like no. it was very remote in a lot of the areas that we shot for this one today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by w rated the podcast where we willingly watch the world's worst rated movies join me daisy and me, Claire, as we break down the IMDb Bottom 100, choosing a different film from the list every episode. We take a deep dive into the plot, production, release and reviews, usually with a special guest to uncover if these films are truly as bad as everyone says they are. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and anywhere else you find your podcasts. Uh, so you're not as concerned about it looking like Glacier National Park or does the place look enough like it that it works? Well, my hope is that the viewer, a lot of viewers probably haven't been there. So mm. it's more about the mountains. So mm -hmm. they will fall into the title, but then really fall into the movie and just know yeah. that it's a mountain setting. We mm. still call it Fernie within the movie. We call it mm -hmm. Fernie. So it's Fernie National Park. Oh, okay. Um, so it's quote unquote a make believe, but anybody who's listening, like, oh, Fernie actually exists. And Fernie is this little teeny tiny town in the middle of the mountains in the Rockies here in Canada, um, mm. really remote. So I'm hoping people will just appreciate that and be like, okay, well, it's, mm. you know, they didn't go there, but they went here. Yeah. 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 So have you, I know you have your, your girls, have they started to be interested in, in directing or movie making or anything like that? Um, well, the, um, they're more into it, like, yeah, they both love to filmmake. Like, they always have their phones and creating their uh -huh. own movies, especially my little one. But my older one, Amelie, is in this one, and she's playing the daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. And she was in High Flying Romance, which was, like, you know, three years ago. Uh-huh. And this one. But interestingly, I wasn't, she's 11 and a half, grade six, and I was not considering her for it at all because it's on location and it was, I knew it was going to be a very challenging movie. Like I have a dog on a chairlift. He's a ski and safety snow like dog that actually travels uh -huh. trained to do that. So my colleague, um, executive producer, my co-executive producer who did it with me, he was like, what about Amelie? And then our casting director, Judy, she was like, what about Amelie when all the tapes came in? And I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not going to do this. Like if she doesn't have her lines memorized or something, I can't multitask mom and this and that. Anyways, then they both came back and they're like, Christy, like, can we consider Amelie? So I let them talk to her, the casting director. And I was like, Amelie, you're here home alone for two weeks before you come up. Huh. So your responsibility, you need to come to set all your lines learned and like treat this, you're a grown up girl now. Like there's no nepotism, so to right. speak. Right. Yeah. Thing. And she came and she was prepared completely and had her own little relationship with the cast. And um, so she's in this and the little one wants to, she's been uh -huh. in a she was in love on fire. My little one too. Oh, really? 
Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's exciting. That'll be fun. I'll look for. Her. Yeah. <laughs> so for Ashley and Steven, do you know uh, the casting process that how they ended up uh, getting cast in the movie? Yeah, that was the network. Uh huh. Came with their names. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So that was uh yeah. So the network mm-hmm. was involved from right from conception that this go. Uh-huh. Um, so it's their obviously it's their movie. So yeah, they came back mm-hmm. and I was unfamiliar with both Ashley and Stephen. But uh, really fell in love with them. Like their chemistry is, it's very similar to Cindy and Chris in the Uh sense that it was just sometimes leads just have a little spark and they had a nice spark. Like, and it was very natural, like funny, Mm -hmm. this, that. They're just two very natural actors. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, So they, they, they just tell the casting director, this is, these are the two people that we want the leads for this movie. Or does That's she give right. them like suggestions? Okay. Yeah. No, they, uh, yeah. the network just came. They're like, okay, we'd like the leads to be this person and this person. And then they, and then I go ahead and uh, cast the rest uh, uh-huh. with my colleague and then um, the network approves. Cool. And so Tegan Moss is playing Sporting the Best Friend and she's been in a lot of movies for the network. Mm-hmm. All the wine movies. I think she was in all the wine Oh movies. yeah. 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 She was, I think with Marcus Rosner in those. Yeah. Yeah, so- she was. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a favorite movie that you've directed? Um, oh, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't because they're like <laughs> children. Like, you sure, don't want yeah. to one. like I have like quite a few that I've loved. And for me, it's always the cast. Some are harder sure. than others. And the hard ones, Christmas is always very hard because you're dealing with snow. Right. And- art department and lights so you're not just worrying about the story and the actors you're now worrying about you're responsible does is there snow on the back oh there's a piece of green in the background okay i need more decorations here and everyone's <laughs> always very stressed on the christmas movies because there's just so much and then it's that much more uh yeah. cost to produce for you know mm-hmm. the network because it's like sorry i thought i'd turn my dinger off it keeps dinging that's okay um, yeah it must be an amazing thing though to to see this like winter wonderland unfold before your eyes yeah it is and I feel like I've done it now like going back since cookie cutter Christmas a decade ago uh-huh. I feel like I'm definitely um I've been developing a series for a long time I, I went to Toronto for it to tip it's called fishing for men and it's about a tv romance director who's an expert at making love in the movies but falls short at finding it in her real life I do have it in my real life but that's the premise so it's kind yeah, of yeah yeah but I was telling people I was like I'm an expert at making Christmas like I know and but I now know like I can't I'm like it's fun and it's fun yeah. when you see it on the screen I'm like okay that's great got it perfect that sounds like really good I hope like, somebody picks oh. that up pardon that sounds really good that's serious I hope someone picks it up yeah, I'm just, I went to TIFF this year for the Royal Bank in Canada. I was selected as a new content creator. Yeah, very autobiographical, uh, down to having two daughters and stuff. And oh, uh, it's so cool. Like 30 Rock, it's a show within a show. So it all takes place on her show, making these movies starts out with a Christmas movie. Like, very, but uh, yeah, I love, uh, I like making Christmas, but it's challenging. Those are the ones that are always like, I'm like, okay, well, I need to work. So I guess maybe I'll do it. <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds really good i hope someone i hope netflix that seems right up netflix's yeah wheelhouse but um so don't forget i love you that one was co-host mary's number one non-christmas 
of love. What? Oh, yeah, that was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, and that one tackled a lot. It had a lot of, uh, I mean, with the like grief and and with her like trying to to get back and kind of get out of a rut. Yeah, with her mother writing the clues, all of that. That was that was fun. Amelia is so so good. It's so, it's, um, it's so funny that some people though, because then I read something else, like that's where, that's where you take a grain of salt with the reviewers. Cause some people love it. And then some people like, Oh, tear it apart. You know, Amelia was so beautiful in that. Like yeah. she's just, she's just a beautiful, um, person. And yeah, that was, that tackled a lot. Yeah. Well, and Clayton's so good. He should be, I think a bigger star in these movies. He's great. I agree. I yeah. agree. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So this one, they're avalanche forecasters. No. So he's an avalanche. So at a mountain, you have a ski and safety. So ski and safety at any big mountain across the world, whether people are skiing on it or not, but normally it's resorts and stuff. Um, you have someone who avalanche expert and measures snow and that's what he does. And she's a scientist and she does the same thing, but she does the science of it, which is happening right now where, um, it's a lot of, uh, computer things where you take the measurements of snow from your computer and database and then you can make predictions on uh on um what will happen with the snow so it's her kind of trying to bring that to him and he's very resistant for her technology but he quite likes her and we don't really know why and obviously we find out closer to the end yeah i was gonna say it's almost like the rain movie where you had the different forecasters yeah on, you know a little more but... story than that one like that one didn't have okay. a lot of story it was just cindy and chris like have kind of a lot of fun <laughs> this has a lot more story to it uh-huh. and um and we actually named um the lead character her name is heather lawrence and uh when i met um ashley we were talking about her character and uh, i was reworking the script and just making sure things were falling into place with our experts and i said is there anything that you're bumping on or anything like any kind of wish lists or anything like this. Like, do you like your name or your character, this and that? Anyways, long story short, she um, lost her cousin um, uh, two years ago um, and she was a big outdoor enthusiast and she was very young. She was in her early twenties. And so we changed the name of the character to her cousin's name, which was Heather Lawrence as kind of an homage. To oh, that's sweet. Who died too young as an outdoor enthusiast. And then Tegan's character, also had a name and Tegan also lost her cousin also just a couple of years ago, who was also an outdoor enthusiast on a backpack trip. And we changed her name to Riley off. So we kind of did this little nod to kind of young women who we've lost too soon, who are outdoor enthusiasts who, you know, died. And uh, yeah, oh, that's sweet. That's a sweet tribute. Yeah. 
so did you shoot this in February, like last winter? No, I just shot it. I was out there oh, in no. November, December. Like I'm literally, it's being delivered today. It was, I, I think this morning, oh it was just delivered. like I've been on full post. Like I feel like finished that movie. Like I said, it was so hard with dogs, outdoor, cold, winter, everything you can imagine. And yeah. then posted it, like went to edit and then the network and like putting it together and then Christmas. And here I am right now. So I feel like I'm just like exhaling for the first time because it's just been a whirlwind. Yeah. We just shot it. That's amazing turnaround. People, I think that aren't in, that are just in the space don't realize that that's like, that's not the way movies are normally made. Like no. a two month turnaround from shooting. To- <laughs> but you really shoot what you're going to use. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I say to my cinematographer on it. I'm like, he's like, oh, but I really like this. And I was like, but you know what? I need this. And this just, you know, this is what I'm going to use. That's beautiful, but I don't have time. So, yeah. so I'm kind of editing, cutting in my head as I'm shooting. Are you yeah. watching like the dailies every day or? No, you're so tired by the end of the night. Like, especially on this one, I'm up on that. Some movies when I'm not as tired, but this one, like literally I'm in ski boots for 14 hours a day on the top of the mountain. That would get down. No, I'm not watching the dailies because I can see it through the monitor and then I'm cutting it. I just knew the script so well, how to put it together. So I knew if I or didn't. And then I have an editor who would be, he's cutting it in real time too. So he would email me like, Christy, you're missing this. And whether it's a little bit yeah yeah interesting interesting yeah so it was really cold i mean it looks cold from this footage when you were shooting oh yeah we had yeah, freezing <laughs> minus 20 and we oh would gosh. i would have such on the top of the mountain like ashley like her little tiny self i'd be like <laughs> but i would call a whole thing on the crew because people would try to like be brave so every about 20 minutes i'd say okay warm-up session everybody's warming up and then we go into the hut Everybody would warm, wiggle your toes, get everybody's hot shots. Okay. And now we come back up, but it was that cold, mm-hmm. like danger. You can't keep a crew out there for that long. So, and we'd have cameras freeze up and everything. Cause it was just so the time, yeah. but these avalanche dogs, our Abby dogs were all used to it. I was like, are the dogs? Okay. Like, yeah, the <laughs> would you describe this one as enemies to lovers? Did they start out uh, not getting no. along and then no. Oh, okay. No. No, it's a kind of a realistic, uh, I would say, which I, yeah, I guess some of them I do animes to lovers. No, this is more based a bit more realism, like okay. meeting someone and kind of bumping up against something or someone's resistance. So a natural chemistry just is created. Mm-hmm. So it, what would you I say? Go back to the old school thing though, that I've done, like kind of lean back to the old harmonic, I say, where there's little tropes, you know? Uh-huh some of them that always work and people like, so I kind of, there's a little bit of that in this. Good. That's good. What would you say is the most fun part about this movie? How would you pitch it to a Hallmark? You say, this is, you're going to, you're going to enjoy it. I, I would say that one, it's a bit different because it takes us out into a new environment. So it's like a big outdoor romance movie. That's fun for the family and has heart like there's there's an underlying heart within this uh-huh. um and it's a romance with comedy like I didn't leave out the comedy like yeah. I, I tinkered it all in there and the actors so I don't know that's a very good pitch yeah, very it's good. a romance but I still have a little bit of the comedy in there if you had to pick would you rather vacation hot or cold hot yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. beach 
Yeah. I ski. Like I was just skiing this weekend with my kids. Like I'm a big skier and I love skiing, but like if I want to, yeah, hot. <laughs> okay, good. By the All ocean. right. <laughs> well, last time you were on, we did our regular fun questions. So this time we're going to give you our holiday themed questions. So oh, yeah. thanks for Christmas. Like how many- is this how many shows like that? Is it all about Hallmark movies? Uh, no, it's just like fun, silly questions. So okay. Okay. first one is what is your favorite holiday drink? A hot toddy. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, and, but I like eggnog and rum too. Okay. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Uh, shortbread. Mm-hmm. Good. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Silent Night. Very good. What do you know that was written originally for the guitar? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Did you did you ever see my movie with um uh the one with uh it was so good. Jesse Hutch was in it and Laura Bell Bundy and I had the people from Growing Pains, the mom and the dad, and uh it was based uh the clauses and they go there it was for a lifetime. It was so good. Oh, Actually, that sounds fun. last year on People magazine, I did it five years ago and it was an all-time classic it was like on the cover of people magazine i love jesse hutch what is this movie um it's with how am i forgetting um meredith baxter's in it and they play the clauses becoming santa i've never seen this i got like my people magazine here i gotta pull it up but it was like all of a sudden someone's like chris did you know becoming santa's in people magazine anyways (laughs) i have um michael is his name oh i'm forgetting the name meredith baxter's husband in real life on michael gross Michael Gross, he played Santa. I love him too. Oh, you should watch Becoming Santa. That's oh one of my, my favorites. Oh my gosh. I love Laura Bell Bundy. Oh, it's so great. And Tony Cavallaro, if you know Tony uh-huh. from TV, he's so funny. Um, it's a wow, really good I guy. am definitely going to have to watch this. Lifetime sometimes airs it, but it's done really <laughs> well internationally. But they sing cool. Silent Night and uh-huh. they do this like acapella, but I bring it in on the guitar. So yes, I knew that. That's very cool. Okay, good. Uh, what is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Um, hmm. I would say uh, The Sound of Music. Oh. Is that considered Christmas? I always watch it at Christmas. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's often played at Christmas, but I don't think it has any Christmas scenes in it, does it? Are they leaving at Christmas? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I, can't I also remember. like um, uh, Elf or what is Elf, it? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? Well, did you see Scrooge this year? Did you see it in the theaters? The Spirited? Yeah, the Spirited. Yeah, so good. So good. So good. Uh, I like that. I'd say <laughs> the Grinch, maybe. Okay. Which do you like better, clear lights or colored? Uh, clear lights. My kids like colored though. Uh huh. <laughs> Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Build a snowman. Okay. Would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Terrible. <laughs> I'm like the fold stick, like terrible wrapper. I dream of being a good wrapper. I like to get a really nice wrapped gift. Mine's yeah. always awkward. If I do a gift exchange with people, like I have a couple friends, like mine's always the last one to be picked because it looks terrible. <laughs> You're like, and inside it's good. I promise. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? No. No, you don't. No. Do you? <laughs> I do. I have one with a cat. 
uh and then i have like an ugly i have some ugly christmas um like hats yeah i have a couple hats i have a cute elf hat from that becoming santa that we had them all made with buttons all along the side oh, that's like, cute so i have like cute little elf hats <laughs> there i don't have it yeah well, very good. You did it. You answered all the questions. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us about your career and new movie. We're really excited for it. And everybody can watch it this Saturday, correct? Yes, this Saturday. Very good. Okay. Well, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Christy Will Wolf. Great. Yeah, at Christy Will Wolf. <laughs> Great. We'll have that all in the description. People can follow you. And thanks again for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. So great to talk to you. I'd like to thank Christy for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun. Loved getting to talk with her. Let us know what you think about all the different things that we talked about. Love to hear in the comments. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast on Homework is Pod and Homework is Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store, which is some of the best ways that you can support us. And uh, thanks again to Christy. Talk to you later. Bye.